So it looks like we're here at the, uh, looks like we're live on Wisdom for our weekly little This Week in Outrage show. So this is not the Outrage Overload podcast. That's a more serious podcast with where I talk to scientists and researchers and authors and things like that, other kinds of experts about outrage in society, outrage in politics, and lowering the temperature. And this is a little chat show we do together where we look at stuff in the news, in the memes, what crossed our paths this week that we thought we might find interesting or the backstory or something like that. And so we get to catch up too. So how are you doing, Lise? Fine, honey. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. It seems like it's been a long time, even though we did the car drive one last week. <laughs> Which <laughs> I we mean, since, we, since we've uh, had a talk or... Yeah, since we've had a talk. Because I saw you yesterday, day before. Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it seems like it's been a long time since we've done this. Well, an eventful Thanksgiving, which is good. It was a nice Thanksgiving, that's for sure. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. A little bit low-key, but, but that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice. Then we got to see the kids the next day. Oh, yeah. Remember, you were there. I was there. I almost <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I didn't totally forget. Yeah. So um, we did a, uh, last week we did a show in the car. How did you feel about that, doing a show in the car? Well, we had various technical difficulties, as one might expect. So it wasn't ideal, but it was fun. I ended up deciding not to publish that anywhere else because <laughs> the audio was kind of not great. And we got dropped what, several times, probably, probably self-service dropouts is what caused that. Well, I wanted to have that discussion with you, and I was having a hard time holding on to it. <laughs> and it was going to be a long time if we didn't wait. There was so much that happened. Right, but I also think that discussion is going to um, go on and on for a while um, as these things keep happening in the news and... Um, the, we had a discussion last week about, um, does society allow room for people to change? Meaning we brought that a few times up there. No, we brought in the whole, can you enjoy good art by bad people? Yeah. Which is kind of a similar, <laughs> it's a little similar, but it's a little bit of overlap. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, so, but do you, um, do you allow room to change? Do you, are we going to now I'll start buying Cosby sweaters again if he comes out and says, you know, mm -hmm. this was dumb. I'm really sorry. I owe these women, you know, their due. And are we still going to go? No, you're only sorry because you got caught. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, but I think that we might have the um, societal spotlight once in a while of here's this person. Are we going to allow them to change? <laughs> Right. I mean, because there has been history, there has been people who have changed. So anyway, okay, so that was last week. Yeah, well, that was one thing. Yeah, that was one thing we talked about last week. Right, we spent a lot of time on that last week, yeah. Well, I think you could talk, every time something comes, someone comes up, you can spend more and more time on that. Right. So this week, I have to say that, like, there wasn't anything, like, sort of fun that I, that I, that crossed my path. Oh, I think I have some fun stuff. Oh, good. So, um, spoiler alert, by the way, I watched a documentary last night while you slept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I started it, but I didn't make it, it didn't yeah. make it very far. Um, Twin Flames. Twin Flames Universal. I kept thought, thinking they were saying university, but Twin Flames Universal. Um, 
like all good churches, it didn't start out to be a church until they, until they started to make a lot of money and they went, we don't want to pay any more taxes. Meh. So then it kind of turned into a religion and um, the person, the couple that runs it are bad people. And um, no, I'm not allowing them room to change. <laughs> <laughs> they actually like talked people into into becoming transgender, which is like, what are you doing? So they could use that? For... Well, because the problem was is that they promised that if you, you went through your steps, you would find your, your twin flame. Your true self your, or whatever. Oh, no. No, your, your, your mate. Your mate. Your mate. Okay. So a lot of... Uh, there were a lot more women in the group than men. And um, a lot of women also were forced to have relationships with, with um, abusers because they don't... If, if all their parishioners don't match up or get into a relationship, then, then what, what are they doing? So they started to just say, uh, well, you're really, and he was very much in the male, female, um, gender. Um, you know, there's definitely the male is the, is the leader of the pack and the females, the follower. And that was part of what they preached. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so he, took some vulnerable women who were, were, were gay, absolutely gay. It said, you know, you are, um, but you're male, he's what do you say, you're, I forget the language he uses, but you're male leaning. So you need to start living like a man. And actually two people actually went through irreversible gender reaffirming surgeries. Because this guy, I mean, it, that's just like unfucking forgivable. Yeah. So, um, so now they're in trouble, you know. Every and there's lawsuits against them for trafficking because he actually put people on planes and sent them to other countries to uh, mate up with who he thought who he picked their true flame was. So. I mean, it was so weird because that's the part that I watched. Like, the whole thing was so creepy from the get-go. Yeah. But I guess that's the problem is those kind of things draw in people that are kind of vulnerable from yeah. the start. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and like you've said before about cults, I mean, uh, there were some very smart people there. I mean, people with, with uh, degrees, you know, uh, advanced degrees. And one woman was working um, for security in the... In the military, and yeah, and yeah. he wasn't paying them, and then he was also, um, you know, and you, if, he would say you could be coaches and you can get half the money, and the other half comes to me, and then when he wasn't making enough money that he thought, then he says, you know, you guys are gonna, this is your volunteer work to pay me back from the program, but he also made all the coaches buy every new class, every product, everything. So like they weren't, they were poor, homeless, but still sending him money. And he would like brag about that as woman. It, he goes, what's your problem? She has no home. She has no place. Cause she sent me $4,000. What's what, what, what's your problem? Why can't you, you know, why can't you send, give me money? You could do it if, if you uh, found this valuable. And then he uh, you just aren't taking it serious. Aren't taking it serious enough. And then he'd show shopping sprees he took his wife on and who and buy um, a lot of uh, um, you know brand name shit. 
And I mean, they were young. They're young. But, oh, God. She's just as bad as he is. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Yeah, and nobody nobody says one day I'm going to go join a cult. It nope. just kind of happens to you. He actually, when somebody started bringing up that this might be a cult, he assigned his top counselors to watch The Vow and The Surrender. So, so you can see we, that's what an occult, then come back and we'll discuss that's what a cult is. I'm not a cult. And they all came back and went, oh, you're kind of a cult. Pretty much the same thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so I shouldn't laugh at that. It was It was troubling. Yeah. Yeah. So So that case is still happening? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's the whole thing, too, where they separate them from your family. Right. You know. You, well, that's a big piece of it, yeah. They do you know, that a lot. And they, you know, say, oh, I know you don't remember this, but, you know, your dad's actually abused you. They go, I don't think so. No, no, he did. I can tell because you feel this way, that way, and you react this way and that way. Mm-hmm. So. Sort of talk him into it. Yeah. And that's, uh, you can help build false memories and all that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I did do that last night. What did you do last night? <laughs> <laughs> Fell asleep. <laughs> Fell asleep watching that movie. <laughs> yeah, so that was troubling. So I should probably bring up all my notes. Do you have a lot of notes? I have a million things. So um, the, the story with the open AI CEO thing is kind of <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> so okay so the board fired him right yeah microsoft hired him. hired him then the somehow the board got so then they uh then the ai open what's it called open ai open ai rehired him and fired their whole board and redid it, it has a whole new board yeah so my question to you is who made that decision to fire the whole board well, so here's how I sort of, you know, th- this is a little bit, let's say this is a little bit more rumorish and sort okay. of inside insider, you know, tips that might not be 100% accurate. But for the, from the folks that I know kind of connected to all this, or at least loosely connected, you know, basically couple some people in the board tried to do a, sort of a coup, right? They didn't like what the Altman guy was doing. They felt like it was headed down a path of kind of, like if their their mission, if you read their mission, it was supposed to be about AI for the good of humanity and all right. this stuff. Mm-hmm. And this segment of the board members thought that OpenAI is taking it down a commercial path, and they're they're not adhering to their own mission. They're letting it get out of control. They're not worried about the humanity, this kind of stuff. And they didn't. They wanted to start over and reset that and say, turn that off. We don't want to go down that path. We're going to get back to our original message message of doing things that are good for humanity and not do this stuff and they kind of lost <laughs> like basically the good sort of like the good people lost the bad people won and the, um you know and, and or basically just corporate greed won and employee greed too right because the employees revolted too because they like that path right they they have stock they want this to turn into money for them they want it to grow so they want to do the same thing so you know they were also, you know, motivated to take the commercial path, right? And, 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 um, you know, focus on 
sort of the profit side of it and the potential and worry less about sort of containing it in a safe way and worrying about the human safety and all that side of it. So the employees were sort of like, yeah, I want to get, I want to make money. So they also kind of revolted or at least some, some employees. So they, they weren't happy with the guy getting pushed out. So then, you know, sort of the Microsoft twist, a bunch of other happened, a bunch of other stuff happened and they're like, well, I guess we're going towards the, <laughs> we don't care about that mission anymore place. Right where we don't care about what it does to humanity, we just want to make money. So, so that so they sort of got rid of the part of the board that was concerned about that mission and you know, sort of replaced it with board members and that would be more interested in the commercial success and brought that guy back, the Altman guy back. That's kind of the sort of behind the scenes kind of take that I get, that I have been sort of brought to my attention. So, Microsoft is one of the main investors in open. And so is like uh, Elon Musk, who always sort of down talks it, but he's also one of the big investors. So it's weird. With whose money? Well, that's always a question about whose money. So who's really is the big investor? Right. I mean, he's always got Saudi money, right? So it's always like, I think he's always, there's somebody pulling his strings all the time. Yeah, we need to, yeah. But I think it points out that this whole idea of trying to sort of contain this in some way, that we're not going to keep this thing in the box, right? It's <laughs> because, you know, even if these larger companies, which I still think they should try at that scale, at least because they have the more, they have more readily, more e easy accessible to the general public. So they shouldn't go crazy and let it just run, run amok. But you're not going to be able to contain it in some sense because open source and everything else the bad guys can just run it on their own computers and turn all the safety checks off and do whatever they want. So you're not really going to contain this. There's no magic way to contain it. The toothpaste is already out of the tube. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, I don't know. I, I think the, the large companies don't have a choice, but to probably try to keep it safer, safe ish, more safe for lack of exactly what we, you know, they, that, but because they probably can't, they probably have no choice because, you know, lawsuits and they're in the public eye so much and they're public companies and all this kind of stuff. So they probably need to do some stuff, but, um, you know, they're not going to be able to compete with the open source versions of this that will have all those safety measures turned off or can have all those safety measures turned uh, off. Op open AI is not a public company. That's true. I guess they're not a public company yet. That's right. But they are a corporation. So they still have some, they still have a, but yeah, they're, that's true. And they have, right. So they're a little bit, they don't have to be as transparent as a public company does, but like a Microsoft or a Google and Microsoft is using it. So, you know, they have to be, they're going to have a say in some of that. And, um, and, you know, and there's also a, a lot of people that are talking about how um, there's all this kind of speculation that the next generation, right, like GPT-5, you know, has already become self-aware um, and it's secretly controlling things and it, it took over and that's what brought Altman back. So I love that story, although it's highly unlikely, <laughs> but I love that story. It's a great story. I want that story to be true. You want that story to be true? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> the AI has already taken over and that's what's bringing Altman back. <laughs> Yeah. I like that. I like that little spin. That, mm -hmm. was, that was a funny, that was kind of an amusing story. Yeah. So what would you like to talk about? 
Well, like I said, I didn't have a lot of fun stuff. I don't know if it crossed your radar, the whole, that, like, the Trump, I don't know, something related to Trump himself, or I don't know who did it, but he put out sort of a list of what his plans are I'm, to get selected. Did you I'm see actively, some of that? I've, I've seen those. I've seen several lists, and I'm actively avoiding them these last two weeks. I mean, I, I've had to, it's been an effort, but I've been avoiding him. Well... Yeah, so, you know, so, of course, a big one is dismantling the deep state, quote-unquote, right? So he's going to oh, make a lot Jesus of people... Jesus fucking Christ. going to fire people all over the place and, you know, and try to get all kinds of people to, um, you know, have more firing power, so more, contr- more direct control from the executive branch over firing people, even civil servants that are normally... would normally be protected from that. Um, and then, so that firing a lot of people, and, he's, and he's, this is stuff he's said now. This isn't like speculation other people have made. This is the stuff he actually says he wants to do, or at least his sort of team or campaign says he wants to do. Um, and he wants to create a new civil service test that all the civil service employees have to pass. Including himself? Well, no, not him. He's, he's excluded. But I'm sure it'll be some kind of a litmus test for Trump policy, right? Of course, he's going to do a lot of stuff on the border, um, the big one is, of course, the trade stuff. So he'll reinstitute a whole bunch of tariffs again. Um, and I, I never... You know what? Not many of that tariffs that, that he instituted, n- not all of them ever got rolled back. The wine one did. Some of them did, the wine, yeah. But, a few not, did, but many didn't. Many did not. Many of them are still in place. Yeah. Biden. So he, he just wants to put in more... more, um, more tariffs, which, you know, sort of was not great. That just no, it was a lot, bad. A lot of inflation and, you know, like... It's it was not bad. Like you put a, post something on China, that doesn't mean China pays for it. We pay for it. Yes. So, anyway, that, so that's one. Um, of course, he still wants to sort of end the war between Russia and Ukraine, which probably means give Ukraine to Russia. Um, and, he, and, you know, he talked before about sort of re- reevaluating our role with NATO. So we'll see where that goes. Of course, he wants to do stuff with transgender rights and a crackdown on gender-affirming care, some other stuff related to that. Um, and he wants to sort of drill baby drill on the energy side, so that's his plan there. He, wanna, wants to ex- he will exit the Paris Climate Accords again, and so he won't do anything to, which I've got a related story to that. He won't do anything for greenhouse gases. Um, uh, education, so he wants to, of course, get rid of the Department of Education. Why? Indo- Why does that make sense? They're indoctrinating people, Lisa. Who's in- <laughs> So that he, he wants to give, you know, and it's kind of like, yeah, exactly what how that works after you get rid of that, I, I don't know. But anyway, there's a bunch of stuff with education. Um, and he wants to force homeless off the city streets by building tent cities on large open parcels of inexpensive land, which, I mean, that might work. Who knows? You might be able to. Well, if, but if you take people away from services... Right. I mean, you can't. I mean, exactly. You it would can't have to move be done them, in some right. larger way. Um, uh, and again, he wants, would like to activate the National Guard to go control crime in, in, in left, left-leaning cities. Um, and he's called to the death penalty for drug smugglers and those who traffic women and children. Wants, like himself? And he wants to do something. He's going to do something about a federal takeover. He wants to do a federal takeover Washington, D.C. Um, so that's some of the stuff he's talked about doing. So, you know, who knows? But that's some of that's. I mean, I think the foreign policy stuff is always a little scary with him. You never know where he's going to take that. 
Yeah. Well, he is, uh, you know, having a hard time thinking he's going to win, although I didn't think he was going to win last time. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, it's a long ways between now and... um, and and those elections, you know, November election of 2024, it's a long ways between now and then. A lot could happen. Um, I also think people may start to kind of, you know, what they say now, if they're mad at Biden, what they say now, and then as it gets a little closer to the actual, like deciding something between those two, you know, assuming those two are still the ones in it, then... Well, I'm kind of mad at Biden, too. So yeah, what are you doing? exactly. A lot of people are mad at Biden. But then when push comes to shove and they have to actually pick between Trump and Biden, you know, maybe not as many of you are sort of mad now would actually vote that way in real life. They may reluctantly, you know, hold their nose and vote for Biden. I, I don't know. There's a lot to, you know, and, and still Trump does have a lot of support. And, you know, his message still works for a lot of people. Um, they feel like he's the only one speaking for them. He, and, and that whole I'm your retribution thing does work for a lot of people. It may not work that well you know, with some of the independents and more moderates, but, you know, and that'll be the big question. Are moderates going to be so mad at Biden they vote for Trump? Are those independents going to be so mad at Biden they vote for Trump? You know, and I think that's the biggest open question. I mean, I think you've got your hardliners on both sides that have already decided what they're going to do. How mad do you have to be to vote for Trump? Yeah, I guess pretty mad. Well, and you, you people have short memories. Like, they just don't remember how bad it was. So, you know, I saw an argument. You don't have to have a long memory. He's in the middle of all these trials right now. Right, but like what it was like when he was actually in office. Oh, boy. And so people do have short memories about that. And, you know, I saw an argument, like I've always argued to stop talking about the guy and we'll be better off, but I saw an argument that maybe is better, that people should be hearing the crazy stuff he's saying on, on Truth Social and stuff, and maybe that would remind people of, of how, you know, sort of crazy he has been or, and become more crazy. So, I don't know, maybe that's right. Maybe they should just be saying more. I mean, you always talk about you shouldn't repeat the nonsense he says because it just, you know, puts it out there. But maybe if you frame it right, I don't know. But Did you see Katie, um, not Katie. Whoa. Katie Porter? No. no, Katie Porter. <laughs> Katie Porter. Katie Porter, go. Katie Porter <laughs> is God's gift, and we should all be behind her 100%. Um, everybody send your $5 to Katie Porter. Um, please. Um and uh, you you know we it's funny we were at an event and someone who also is not anywhere near her district or something mentioned that hey do you guys know who Katie Porter is <laughs> we were like and I almost hugged her and I went yes for sure um, no who was the one Lake oh Carrie Lake Carrie in Arizona Lake. yeah did you see Carrie Lake getting in a fight with um, Miller what's his name Steve Miller Steve Miller yeah. No, I did not did not hear about that. He was not putting up with any of her bullshit. Stephen Miller? Yeah. You know, not the guy not Stephen Miller. Cuz Stephen Miller's a Trump guy. No. The guy who's Oh, uh, Tim Miller. Tim Miller. Tim Miller the Tim Bulwark Miller, guy. The Bulwark, right. He was not putting up with any of her. Well, she, how'd they get together? How'd they end up he, in the same place? He went to one of the um he's doing that, you know, his show the circus or whatever. He's part of that. With, with Heilman? And uh, he went to talk to her and saying, why are you doing this? And why are you saying this? And you know this isn't true. And, and I know you know it's true. Why won't you just say it's not true? And she kept trying to reach out and touch him. You know, like, yeah. You know, like like moms do. You know, oh, there, touch there. his shoulder. Yeah. 
grab his hand and he goes, why do you keep trying to touch me? This is so inappropriate. Do you, yeah. you know, and she goes, oh, I'm just trying to be, he goes, I don't want to be friendly with you. I want you to answer these questions. Why won't you answer the question? Why won't you answer the question? Why won't you answer the question? Mm-hmm. And um, I, it was the most uncomfortable three minutes I ever watched. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I didn't, I did not see that. No. Oh, you should look it up. Go check that out. Yeah. Well, and she's, you know, having a hard time even getting support within her own party. Like, even her own, like, moderate well, Republicans are, like, done with her. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, she's, yeah, they are totally done with her. So, here's, here's another half of an AI thing that you might find kind of funny. What, do, really? <laughs> no, the, the, did you see that the Cambridge Dictionary put a new, you know, made a new definition for hallucinate in there, specifically because of the way AI hallucinates, so they added a, Another definition of the word hallucinate you know, no, that, that when AI makes up stuff, so that, and it's a and it's the word of the year. <laughs> what is it? Hallucinate. No, Halluc- what's the definition? Oh, the definition is you know I, I forget exactly. It's when AI you know makes stuff up basically. Why is that hallucinating? Well, that's just what, the way people started to use the word when the AI like gave them silly answers and didn't make any oh, sense. They just people say, just started calling it hallucinating. You like how they say Siri is. They talked about series like she's a person. Yeah. So they're going to talk about Right. It's a very much part of the anthropomorphism of, of I think AI, AI sure. needs a name. Well, like uh, IBM tried to do that. Watson. Right. 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 Okay. All right. So what you got? I got so much hey. stuff. I don't know where to start. So you know Derek Chauvin? You know who that is? Yeah. Yeah. The Derek Chauvin guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. See. I, I know two things about him, so I want to hear what you got. Okay. The first thing is he got stabbed at in a medium. He was in a medium security prison, and he got stabbed. They needed to perform life saving measures, but we don't know how what his injuries actually were. The, the latest report I saw says he he will recover. I think something like that. Well, I mean, but what were his injuries? Oh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see those okay, details. Okay, well, I don't. I thought. Don't I thought you were him. asking whether he was. Life-threatening. I'm not asking jack shit. I'm just saying. You're just telling. (laughs) Telling you (laughs) that he, there were some, supposedly some life-threatening injuries. But do you know that he's in jail for something else also? No, I don't think I did know that. He and his wife, who, who has divorced, since divorced him, and refuses to talk about him because he has ruined her life. Um, Tax evasion. Oh, I do remember something about that. Tax evasion. So uh, she, um... I forget what her job was, and he was a cop, and um, they hid a half a million dollars a year. Wow. How did they, where did they find that much money? Exactly. Where did they get that money? Bribes? Yes. That's a fucking lootly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, Just guessing. I don't know if that's true. So he is also at the same time dealing with a trial, and um, he's also in for tax evasion. That's wild. So what did you know about him? Well, I just saw a thing that the Supreme Court denied his appeal, so they won't review his conviction. Conviction of what? Taxes or no, no, uh, the, Derek the Sh- murder of Shabba, Floyd. Uh, Floyd. Yeah. Um, okay. Good. I just saw that. Okay, and um, so you know our favorite movie, <laughs> Sound of Freedom. Oh yeah. By the way, I've never seen Sound of Freedom. Can't tell you what's in it. All I could tell you is that the guy who made it is a, um, there's no room in society for him to change. He's got some issues. Oh, my God. Yes. So he has 
six plaintiffs have filed suit against him and Operation Underground Railroad for trafficking, rape, sexual assault, kidnapping. And these are these are women of age that supposedly thought they were working for him or working with him. Right. One of the plaintiffs is a licensed, and so this is the whole cult thing we're talking about. One of the women that was working for him was a licensed clinical social worker and a corporal um, in the Marines. So what's your source for that? Oh, um, what is my source for that? It doesn't matter. I believe it. (laughs) Fox News. Oh, interesting. So let me bring it up, though, and see which Fox News it is. Sometimes it's Fox Fox 13. Like a local channel or something. But still, it's, it's it's a... it's a, it's a at least a name news. It's not some wacky, just a Twitter guy saying it. Well, no, the Twitter guy did bring it up, but um, uh, Fox News, Salt Lake City. So like a local Salt Lake City yeah, channel? Yeah, Fox 13. <laughs> Albert Huberts is a, a reporter. He was the reporter in the for the deposition. And so he kind of did a... He posted a kind of a um, transcript um, of, uh, you know, how the court, it went in the courtroom. And like this young girl who thought she was helping, he, uh, what is his name, too? Tim Ballard told her, you know, to make this work, we have to pretend we're a couple. Oh, right. I heard about this. And so he, you know, so she was like, okay, fine. But then when they got to the hotel room. We're going to go all the way he to made her. He made her <laughs> pretend they were a couple. Yeah. Right? So Ooh, she's. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. That's. that's yeah. Well, right. And this is the one that everybody thinks, you know, is doing good. He's a hero. He's a hero. No, he's not. And how many of those people came out and said, we weren't trafficking kids or something, but we had this guy coming and leaving money in our face wanting kids. I went and got him kids. Okay, you're you're a scumbag. But also, Tim, you're making a, a market where there wasn't a market. Right. All of a sudden, there are all these Americans want all kids. All of a sudden, Americans want kids because they're, they think that there's kids just sitting there and there weren't kids. But then these people like who are hungry and have to figure out how to get money in any ways necessary went and got them kids. So, yes, those guys need to go to jail. But you started a trafficking ring where there wasn't one. Right. You created a market, created demand. While you were raping this poor young girl, who was 19, by the way. And that dude's like 40-ish, right? Yeah, that's it's just gross. Yeah. And one couple who has broken up since because of um, the things that he's done... Um, that husband is suing too for breaking up his uh, marriage and for psychological, um, what's that? Psychological harassment or mm-hmm. duress or whatever. Duress, or, right? Yeah. So anyway. So anyway. So anyway. So the um, kind of related to Trump's plans about the climate, a United Nations report released recently or two days ago, uh, warns Earth is on a track to surpass critical global warming threshold within the next decade. Global average temperatures are predicted to warm by nearly three degrees above the 
pre-industrial levels of roughly 13.5 degrees by 2030, exceeding the 1.5 degrees Celsius increase targeted in the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement. The annual report finds global greenhouse gas emissions need to fall by 42% to limit temperature rise to 1.5 degrees. Otherwise, Earth's average temperature expected rise. China and the U.S. are the top two emitters of greenhouse gases. The findings come amid record-setting global temperatures, with preliminary data suggesting the Earth's global average surface temperature last week briefly passed 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. The report also comes ahead of an annual U.N. climate change summit next week, known as COP28, when diplomats from nearly 200 countries will gather in Dubai. So, you know, they've been sort of talking about this number for a long time and sort of one of these supposedly, if we cross that number, there's sort of no return. But I don't think you want to tell people that because then people just be like, well, there's nothing we can do anyway. Might as well use up all that gas. <laughs> so I don't think it's a great idea to catastrophize about that. But, you know, they've been talking about those numbers for a long time. Yeah. And, you know, and we, you know, and here, oh, here, we talked a little bit about the whole uh, pluralistic ignorance thing, and I was going to try to do a show on that. You should do a show on that because um, uh, we live it every day. People don't, don't haven't put, been able to put a name on that. Well, I was going to say that climate is actually one of those things where a lot of people think nobody else cares, so they sort of don't want to speak up and care because they think they're going to get, like, shut down or shot down for talking about, like, I actually do care about you know, climate change, and I do want to do something about it, but no, a lot of times people think no one else feels that way, so they don't say anything. They're actually looked at that, that climate change is an example of that pluralistic uh, ignorance. Interesting. So, and I, you know, because it's like, mostly because of our perception, like I forget the numbers now, but it's like we sort of perceive, you know, maybe a person on the left perceives somebody on the right as being like, only 20%, you know, support climate change or something. And then it's like double that. I mean, it's a big difference between what we perceive and what is real. Well, also, I think there's a um, vocabulary. You have to be careful with your vocabulary. Yeah, there always is. People get these climate hot. change is not a very popular. Well, and it was like it used to be global warming, and they didn't want to say that anymore, so they said climate change. And now it's like, yeah, so I don't know what's there's, You can't not come up with the words. It won't make some people mad. But, but it's interesting that our perception on that is... It's, a, it's an example of that where the perception of how much people sort of don't, you know, think it's are against it is much worse than the reality of how many people are against it. So we tend to not want to talk about it, or we don't. So nobody talks, and you know. So I mean, an example of pluralistic ignorance is like you go to the professor's door, and it's closed, and there's six people standing there. So do you turn the handle? Most people don't. They're like, well, these six people must know something I don't know, or even like the walk sign at your at the crosswalk like you go to the crosswalk and there's already three people waiting to go your direction do you push the button yes you're, everybody see, does you're a rebel <laughs> no everybody does you no i mean okay, I that's do. a bad that's a bad that's example. Not a good example no because everybody presses everybody presses the button even though there's six people waiting. even though there's six people waiting <laughs> even though it doesn't people will cut their way through the crowd to get to the button to push it well another example would be like there's an injury out in public and people don't go and help because they think other people know better so what i don't really know anything about it i can't help so i won't go and everybody's kind of thinking that even though 
you probably could help. Is that why when they say, is there a doctor on the plane, nobody answers? <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, so that's another example where people tend to not go and help and assist because they think, well, these other people know they didn't go and they probably know more than me. It's kind of like the opposite. They don't of, know more than you. They didn't go. Well, that's that opposite of kind of the Dunning-Kruger thing where you sort of assume you know everything. This pluralistic ignorance can kind of play the opposite role a little bit where you sort of assume everybody else knows something you don't know. So, well, I'm not going to rock the boat or whatever because nobody else is doing anything, so that must be the right answer. So it's just an example of that. And, and global, I recently read that, that uh, climate change is an example of that, where there are perceptions for it versus our actions to it are, um, you know, fit that profile where the, our perceptions are way wrong. So you want some lighthearted news? I do. So there's this kid, and he's on video. Oh, no. And he keeps locking the only door at an escape room business. And then he slides a paper under the door that gives them clues to the combination to unlock the door. So he goes, he goes to this business that's an escape room. There's only one door in and out. He puts a combination lock on it and then slams it shut and then slides a piece of paper under the door with the clues to unlock the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying bravo. That's pretty good. Bravo. I mean, luckily nobody got hurt. No, nobody's nobody's <laughs> getting hurt, but they're getting people are getting locked in. But they're getting locked in. I'm sure there's restrooms and stuff that's not getting Well, if there was a fire, it might be bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that is that is pretty funny. I like that. I love it. I absolutely love it. So did you know that there was a Patriots Awards, an annual Patriots Awards show? Um, no. On but, Fox? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I've not heard anything about that. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's as bad as you'd think it would be. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's probably some good uh, clips out of that one could pull. Good? Well, yeah. There's some clips. Yeah, so Fox News does a Patriots Award. That's funny. Um, so, um, you know I love sports, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have any sports ones on mine, I don't think. You know? I don't think so. You know what? Not, I usually do. Not what a shit show F1 was? <laughs> no. We talked about that a little bit, didn't we? We talked about it before it started, but yeah, now yeah. with the now that it's done and over with, and um, we didn't do an aftermath on it, but... Nobody wants to do an aftermath on it. They just want to move forward. Well, they really are trying to spin it that everything went great. They didn't go great. <laughs> they sure are spinning it that way. No, you just it, they did not go great. Yeah. At all. I know. I, I want to like talk to the insiders about this and what they really think. <laughs> well, our friend from Vegas will be here tomorrow, and you can ask him all kinds of questions. But uh, he's also a little jaded, but it's kind of what you want anyway. Yeah. I'm um, sure the locals didn't love it at all. No. No, but he he did say that people who were had to go to work there, you um it was an extra hour of travel because you couldn't drive. So you had to go meet at some place in like outside of town and get on buses. So there was no just driving to work and showing up and started working. An extra hour of unpaid time to get to work. That doesn't usually go too well when you're a mom with kids or with anybody. It's it's not going to go over well with the public. <laughs> That'll get you in trouble. Ask uh, Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> We're all forgetting that. I know. 
but someone's going to bring it up. So how mad are you at Snoop Dogg? Yeah, I, 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 that, I'm not, I'm not thrilled with that. I, that was not cool. Yeah, that was not cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, he is a commercial guy, and you know, that's kind of his thing. But that's that was that was kind of a mean trick. He made it, my heart dropped. I went, oh, lung cancer, oh, emphysema, something, something bad, something bad's happening with him. No. No. Just an app, just a publicity stunt. Just a publicity stunt. stunt. Yeah. It's a cold, hard world out there. Yep. I was very upset. There you go. So I saw a um, something that your aunt, you know how your aunt kind of puts out little poems and quotes and stuff? Yeah. I, I saw one that um, that I grabbed and, and re, re-shared. Did okay. You, it was, a, it's Carlos Castaneda. And it, and it said, and Sal it, Castaneda? <laughs> not Sal Castaneda, Carlos Castaneda. Well, I used to read a lot, actually, when I was younger. We either make ourselves miserable uh-huh. or we make ourselves strong. The amount of work is the same. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Go lay down. Um, so, this Epstein thing. Yeah, which, which Epstein thing? <laughs> It's all one big thing, but you know, um, so one of the um, victims, one of his victims, mm-hmm. committed suicide earlier in the year, and there was no news about that. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, and this is this is the freakiest part of the whole thing. There's so much, just like silence, like oh yeah, yeah done, we're done with that, we're not gonna talk about that anymore. Are you kidding? This would be this would be a, a pretty good key jingle to get everyone looking over this way. The guy's dead, so you're yeah, not. Yeah, but you know the people that supported him, and he didn't do that by himself. No, he has so many enablers, right? No, and like Oprah used to go to his island all the time. And so clearly, these think... enablers have a lot of power, and they're keeping this quiet. Right, right. Or you know, hey, you, what's your story on? What's your take on this? And I guarantee you, it's not a partisan thing. This goes. Crosses party lines. Yes, it's, and it's I, a bunch I of don't rich people. Fucking care what your exactly. party is. Exactly. I don't freaking care one bit. No, and it's it's pretty bad. Like you know, and there's so many things that have sort of been shoved under the carpet. Like, what about that attorney general deal that was done like in the was it the 90s or mm-hmm. the first, that like he got off on that and without mm-hmm. anything happening? Like, why did they make that deal? Like, who? put that pressure on to make that deal happen, right? It had to be some pretty high up people with a lot at stake. Yeah. But I'm just saying that what what's going on here? Well, I think that uh, you'll and this will come out like in a hundred years, not before. Well, that one one senator did um what was that? I, I smacked the mic around, well, microphone. Quit, quit doing that, man. That's not smart. No, it's not good, it's not good mic uh, etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a cough button? No. Well, sort of. I have a mute button. That is a cough button, right? I mean, kind of, yeah. But you got to tell me in advance because you don't oh. have a mute button. No. <laughs> 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 but no, this stuff has to... It, I don't think I nec- I don't necessarily need to know every freaking detail 
But people do need to be held accountable. Exactly. We need to know who were all those enablers over all those years. It was not like a, this thing went on for a long time. Yep. And a lot of people knew about it. A lot of people uh, yep. allowed it to keep going and enabled it to keep going. Yep. He didn't do this by himself. And sure, they have Ghislaine Maxwell, but she's not alone in it either. There's more people. But you... She's not saying anything. I know. I don't know how they're not getting her to say anything. This this is crazy. I guess she doesn't want to be um, accidentally suicided in jail. Why not? Yeah, we have both have squeaky chairs tonight. Well. And a, and a noisy dog. I have a snorty dog. Okay, so... We still have something left over that's programmed into this machine that we never used, which was the Irish. Is it Irish or Scottish? I think it's Scottish, I think. Oh. The kids speaking with a Scottish accent. Toddlers with Scottish accents. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think I know which button it is, but I'm not sure. Should I try it? Sure, try it. Nope, it's not that one. <laughs> Let's try this one. What have you got there, Dad? I bought your mom some flowers. What have you done wrong now? Nothing. Not this time. <laughs> no, These are for Valentine's Day. Uh, this is Scottish. Valentine's Day. Don't like Valentine's Day. No, Dad. The only people who like Valentine's Day are people who make cards, people who sell flowers, and Krista Burke. Krista Burke? No one ever listened to me in and read any other time. Do you not think it's quite nice that there's a day when you can... Tell someone that you love them. If you love someone, you will tell them every day. I think it's quite romantic. But Max is dead, Dad. I think that's a bit extreme. People used to tap each other up. Go on dates. Get to know each other. Surely that still happens. Dating apps has ruined it. Oh, what are you talking about? Dating apps are great for single people. It's all based on looks now. People that's going ugly, ugly, ugly. I suppose. You wouldn't do that in real life. Well, that is true. So have you sent any cards then? Definitely not. What? Not even to that wee boy across the road? Oh no, Dad. I'm out all this week. Okay. I would just make that kid talk all the time. <laughs> Toddlers with speaking with a Scottish accent. Yeah, and I think that kid's a little <laughs> older than a toddler. Well, but... I was trying to figure that out too, because, yeah. Well, I thought that was one you knew. You don't remember that one? You hadn't seen that one? I think I pulled that off of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Toddlers with a Scottish accent. Okay, wait. You want to get down? Do you want to get down? Do you want to say? not much of a lap dog. Do you want to say hello? Okay, that's your hello. <laughs> that's okay. all the hello we get. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Get in your bed. Good girl. Yeah. All right. But, um, so, okay. So now we're going to get to the fun stuff. Yes, I wanted, to get, I wanted to get the fun stuff all night. Let's go. <laughs> well, <laughs> so um, we since for several years, we've kind of been a little um, cold on the NFL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but for the last few years, the NFL has done something that we 100% support. <laughs> and we need to get, we need to start watching it more. And I know for sure that that's something that we would always fast forward to. Where they're letting the, um, there was a very, there, there is, not was, there is a very famous skit by Key and Peele about the NFL players like saying, the names. saying their name and what school they went to. So the NFL, or I think it was college kids or whatever, but so the NFL is letting them do whatever they want. Oh, that's great. It is 
freaking hilarious. That's awesome. It is freaking hilarious. They, uh, I saw this interview with um, one of the um, announcers, and he says that when we hear a good one, we run with it the whole game. We call the, that person by, you know, whatever <laughs> town they say they're from. <laughs> they keep, we say there's Bill Smith from Choctaw or whatever. He right. said, you know, so it's been really fun for us as announcers because we can, you know, we all know you're from USC. We don't care. We know your name. We know what, what position you play. So it lets them say whatever they want. It's very popular. Um, it's very funny. And um, we're going to start watching football again. But So is this college or is this NFL? NFL. It's NFL doing it. Okay. Yes. And they say whatever they want. Interesting. Some of it's super nerdy, super esoteric. Some right. of it it's got to is... be an inside joke kind of thing. Well, a lot of those big, huge uh, running backs love Harry Potter. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So they'll say they're from Hogwarts or they'll say that they're, you know, my name is Blah, I'm master of whatever some. I, I know nothing about Harry Potter, so it, yeah. I, this is lost Lisa's on me. Lisa's the one person on the planet that doesn't know anything about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> because You know it's the dumb. round glasses. That's about all you know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know I know who who's in it. Yeah. But... If someone's made a Harry Potter reference, like okay, so I've never seen Star Wars. Okay, no. But you pretty this much. This is this is not an invitation to tell me how good Star Wars is. So I've never <laughs> seen Star Wars, but, <laughs> but I, I there so it's there's enough in society that right. I know a lot about Star Wars. You know the references for the most. I part. know the references. I watch These space- are not the droids you're looking for. I watch Spaceballs. I know everything. <laughs> everything you need to know. <laughs> everything I need to know was in Spaceballs. <laughs> but, um, no, Harry Potter I know nothing about. Yeah. You and the kids read that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we went to that first, under the movies, too. Yeah, you, yeah, that was adorable. That was my job. <laughs> That's you, that was your whole job? Not my whole job, but it, um, but the baby. Came. I was the one who got assigned that particular job. You seem to have liked that job, by the way. Yeah, because you did. also got the Star Wars too. Well, your kid was way into into Harry Potter. It was a great book for him at the time because he right. had like really long chapter chapter books, and he just loved them. I read him um, a series of unfortunate events. That's a great book. And then I think we both fought over uh, fought over Captain Underpants. <laughs> yeah, which is being banned because underpants are because already, underpants. Are, I mean, what? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so there's a European bat species. Oh, David, no, 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 no. Who, no, who appears no. to be the first mammals to engage in non-penetrative mating. Oh, they mate more like birds? <laughs> I guess so. Okay, I did see that article, and I went right past it. <laughs> Why? Because bats have huge penises. Do they? Like Excuse me. Yeah, you don't know that. I did not know that fact. No. That's even scarier. That's even scarier that I didn't know. <laughs> because <laughs> they can, they can actually dry, fly over your head and smack you. <laughs> <laughs> they can knock you out. <laughs> With their yeah, huge bat, penises. Yeah, bats have huge penises for their size. I did not know that. How? Do, you're a man. I should you know, know that. that. I should know that. I don't know that. What species have huge penises? I don't know. Relative to their other size? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Horses. But their horses are also huge. I know, but if you look at... Okay, so look at a human's penis compared to their leg. Look at a horse's penis compared to their leg. Is it bigger? 
No horse is bigger. <laughs> okay. Elephants. Yeah. Whales. Whales. I, I, whales. I've seen some whale, but whales are huge, so I it know. makes sense. All right, so I will. I'm gonna a feel good story, or kind of a feel good story, I guess, is the owners of Oakland, California barbecue, which burnt down, still gave away 150 turkeys for Thanksgiving, even after the fire burnt down their restaurant. That's pretty cool. Yeah, did you read more into that, though? Why, do you know more about it? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing about it. I think I know roughly where this place is, and I think it's near where we went to that one event during lockdown. Remember, we went to that like outdoor event, and there was like bands there. Yeah. yeah, I think it's somewhere down by there. Yeah, that guy's also in a lot of trouble. Oh, so what's that guy? It's Horn Barbecue, right? Yeah, for not paying his employees. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to say we should go there, but maybe now, no. maybe now not no, so much. No, he needs to... Um, no, he needs to get his uh, shit together. Okay, so that's yeah. He's, he's off our list now. So it, yeah, so the uh, there's. Um, I thought it was a feel good story. Now it was being, a feel good story. Now it's turned around. And I, I started to go into that story, and I went, oh no. Interesting. Okay. So okay, so this is um, here's a list of the rudest things you could do at Thanksgiving. And I want to go through this list and see how many of them we did. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> or it got done to us. No, no, no. We, we were the ones that were, would do it. Okay. So this is, um, let's see who wrote this article. Oh, boy. Um, Doesn't matter. It's just oh, a funny Her name's list. Caroline Bologna. Okay. That is a great name. Okay. So, um. Yeah, so one, um, oh, this is, um, yeah, so she wrote this article. Okay, so um, not RSVPing, that's a major no-no. Okay. But we did that. We did that. We RSVP. Sort of. Sort of. But then some things um, did get. Um, some plans got plans changed. changed. Okay. And now, uh, okay. I'm going to read you this, and we are going to go into a very long conversation about this. <laughs> and let's just say, your sister hosted dinner, lovely dinner, as usual. She is a phenomenal cook. She also has phenomenal energy, and um, it was a very, very nice Thanksgiving. Um, so, but she's married to a um, project manager. Uh, An yeah. excellent project manager, by the way. Highly Highly, people he was sought out. He was, I mean, excellent project manager. Both retired now. So, okay. So the the other the number two thing that's that's very rude to do is to ignore the schedule. And all I could think of was we made jokes that there was a spreadsheet. Right. And no, that's no joke. Well, it was worse than a spreadsheet. It was like a database. Yeah. <laughs> And they had, then all week before Thanksgiving, they had a, um, an AM stand-up. They had daily stand-ups. They had a daily stand-up. <laughs> for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and I'm just looking at I'm going to definitely hold stand-ups for your Christmas now. I just <laughs> stared at him and I went, I thought are he was joking. you fucking kidding me? I thought he was joking. Like, oh, how'd you like the stand-ups? And I thought, oh, that's a funny joke. And then it's like, oh, and no. And she said it's actually, they were actually helpful. And, and it was we like, both looked at each other and went, they actually did stand up. I swear to God, if you walked in, <laughs> I'm doing a stand first up. of all, first of all, <laughs> if you walked in and said anything, 
anything <laughs> about what I was cooking, how I was cooking it, when, how that, when I was cooking, you would be not only on the sofa, you'd be on a sofa in another city. <laughs> and you know that. That's this is not that's not surprising to you, is I it? I just start scheduling some stand-ups. <laughs> <laughs> If you came in and said, you know what I think, honey? We're going to do some stand-ups every morning. This will help you stay on schedule. This will help you. This will help you. No. And I don't care if they hear this. They know this. We said this to their face. That's funny. But um, I just say these are two people who are phenomenal at the jobs that they do. But I'm also saying maybe not. You want to take a guess on this question? What what question? The I think it's maybe about the stand-ups and and organizing Thanksgiving. I don't know what you're asking me. You, should I take a guess? Oh yeah 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 yeah. I guess I said a guess. Oh, a guest. Yeah. Is so it Bob? It's it's not Bob. It'd be funny <laughs> if it was Bob. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna justify all the reasons why I have a stand-up. Well, the Guru Warrior. Thanks for joining us. You can call me out. Do, 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 do. Uh, how you doing? Okay, so one of the things that, you know, when I was cooking Thanksgiving dinner, like if my people, because I'm West Indian, you know, Caribbean, Jamaican, Trinidadian, if they don't say anything, then I get scared. I don't. <laughs> what did I freaking miss? She didn't even look at me. She didn't stroke my hair. You know, so it's like, you know, your shoulder devil and your shoulder angels, like they're always talking to you. But I figured out, because now I'm going to be 54 in December, that, you know, forget about you because the only person that matters is my children and the fact that, you know, my husband is fed and feed. <laughs> right. Well, my point to David is that he's never he's never gone unfed. So <laughs> no, <laughs> that's I'm not what I'm talking about. Girl, I be making stuff from like, I'm, like I have three different leftovers, you know, and I'll stick it in the freezer, and then I'll stick it in rice and pray that it mixes together. I become like, a, like oh, yeah. an Einstein of cooking with rice. And well, cooking is chemistry. You know, oh, heck yeah, I love it though, but I suck at math. But I know chemistry. <laughs> when you almost well, we'll we'll hook you up with Bob, and Bob will get you on a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, Bob will get those numbers worked out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gravy! What the heck, man? I don't like math. No spreadsheet. Actually, that's how I learned how to cook. I mean, my grandmother's like, you know, I had to catch my food. You see, when you catch your food, you learn how to cook it a lot oh, yeah. faster. Yeah, man, you got to take the feathers off, yada, yada, everything, you know. Yep. And then, you know, you got to put your, your Jamaican-ness in it. So it's incredible. It's like a Sounds delicious, drink. though. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of good cooks in the family, so there's always there's always there's always more input to be given. There's always more input. There's always ideas. But it smells good. 
and it is good. Yeah. yeah. And you feel good and you're not angry. Never cook angry. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, no, thanks, thanks for coming up. I know it's going to knock you off here in a sec. So thanks for coming up. And Appreciate happy it. birthday. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it, that was pretty hilarious because, like I said, I thought he was joking. I didn't realize he was serious. <laughs> well, we give him, he does a spreadsheet for everything. So, we Which know sometimes that. I get it. No. I'm lucky when you, dude, you retired, retire. But, um, but he he takes the joking. He takes the really oh, yeah. well. Oh, so yeah. he understands. So when he hears this, he's going to laugh too. Oh, for sure. But um, yeah. But yeah, we, we don't mean anything. But we made a joke. And when he turned around and looked at it, he goes, didn't you find the stand-up <laughs> helpful? I went, what? Yeah. We have a the stand-ups at work that we barely get through. And I'm like, I'm not doing a stand-up at home. <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys keep your stand-ups pretty short, though. We try. Our, our CEO is really good. He's going, um, so, in, you know, whenever something starts to like take. Pin, put a pin in that. No, what he'll <laughs> say is, so-and-so take a note, get on my calendar. We'll talk about that next. And then it'll go next. So we try to keep our stand-up. But we've got a lot of people in our stand-up. So. Um, okay. So, but not think, cooking Thanksgiving dinner. But, okay. <laughs> but we did do, we did do. Oh, yeah. A, so, yeah. What are the other things we might have done things, that we did We wrong? did not do this. Um, was bringing dishes that require cooking. Oh, so well. So if you're showing up at someone's house and they're cooking dinner, then you're, you are um, tasked with bringing something. Don't bring it... Half cooked. Don't bring the ingredients and then you're going to assemble it there. Don't assume that the kitchen is for use, available for use. Well, you almost have to assume some warming maybe, though. Warming's different. Yeah, so warming's you're okay with different. warming. Warming's yes. okay. But I did... We had a friends giving at work, and we had. I am. Um, I did tell all the young kids that asked for a crock pot for for Christmas. They oh, because like they everything. were trying to come in and cook stuff. Yeah. And there was like, yeah, we only have one little spot. We only have one little spot, right? But yeah. So I said. All right. What are the other faux pas? Oh well, the, the we did we one hundred percent did this and started tense conversations. We did not. Did we did we? too. Oh, of course we did. There's no way. What did we do? We started some we, tense conversations. We entertained, but I don't know if we started. <laughs> <laughs> we we fed on them. You think so? Yeah. Oh wait, but we totally did this. Pride into purple, uh, people's personal business. Oh, of for course sure. we did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Talk about all the new toilets everybody got because everyone's getting old. And they got to get the higher toilets now that with the cleaning. We're we way behind the toilet race. We are way behind the toilet race, but um, <laughs> there are some people tell you that the healthiest way for you to do is just go in a hole out in the backyard. So I don't know. I know. Yep, I've heard that. But, the old squat. Squat system. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, the next rude thing to do is to assert um, asserting yourself in the kitchen without being asked. Yeah, I think people are pretty good about that because you have cooks that kind of get like kitchen is sacred space. And they're pretty good about sort of not just diving in but asking permission and stuff. So I think I think that we all did pretty well with that one. Or Well, I did ask if I could do the dishes. Yeah. And they said yes. And immediately reloaded the dishwasher. <laughs> but that being said, if the role was reversed, you'd do the same. And that person asked me if they could do the dishes, I would say yes. 
And I would 100% redo the dishwasher. Because <laughs> I 100% redo the dishwasher. It doesn't matter who. For, okay, when you do it now, I've, I've been good at letting it go. mostly cause Some, you know, Sometimes, depending on how bad I do it. Mostly because you just start it. Well, I do it my way, and you do it your way, and you don't like my way. I know your way's, no, your way's wrong. But, <laughs> but I You only have, don't like it because it's wrong. Right. <laughs> but I have, look, the dishes are done. What do I care? Just stop. But if anybody, my sisters are the same way. If my kid, if anybody does the dishes uh, and loads the dishwasher and didn't start it, I will 100% redo the dishwasher. You'll fix it. Yes. Yes. And my sisters know they do the same at their house. Our in-laws, same thing. We did the, I loaded that dishwasher. I thought perfectly. Dishwasher <laughs> I was not familiar with. I thought I loaded it perfectly. He went, eh, leave that open. Leave that open. got to do fix-ups. <laughs> and you asked him, he goes, oh, I see a couple things I need to move. <laughs> but no, we did not insert ourselves in the kitchen without asking. Okay. Um, oh, not letting the host know about an allergy or dietary restriction. Um we are blessed or cursed, I don't know. With we have zero dietary restrictions. We've also kind of got a rule generally with this group that if you have restrictions, you deal with it yourself right. kind of thing. Yeah. You know, again, also you could say, hey, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. But I'm just saying for the most part, if you know you have this restriction, we sort of have a rule, just you make your dishes then that you need to make. And so far that's worked fine. Yeah. Because I mean, we have people with nut allergies and vegans, and we have lots of different things, and we dairy. try to accommodate. People stay away from dairy. Dairy, so okay, we so try to accommodate. Here's another question: We should dive, deep dive into this: eggs, dairy, or not? Oh, I know. I say no. I say no. A lot of people say yes. Well, and a lot of people will say if they're also vegetarian or whatever, then eggs count, you know. So somehow either fit in that as well. So it's like, but yeah, I say no. The eggs aren't dairy. It's yeah. different. Two different things. Um, showing up empty-handed is rude. I, mean, we, I don't think we do that too often. No, we also bring a lot of games with us, too. Oh, assuming that you could take home leftovers. Yeah, I don't assume, but... Well, here's the thing. None of us... All I'd be of disappointed us, if they didn't offer. Everybody wanted them. Yeah. Nobody asked. Right. But our hostess put together packets for everybody to take home. And it was like, I'd be disappointed if it wasn't offered, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't ask. No. <laughs> And then another rude thing to do is to hang around too long after dinner. Well, we hung around till the next <laughs> we day. We hung around way too long. <laughs> <laughs> although, although our host did make us breakfast the next morning, which we told her not necessary. But right after breakfast, after she did go. Well, well breakfast that, wasn't even done yet. Yeah. Well, that was great. And we went, <laughs> Well, oh. this has been fun. This has been fun. We went, oh, okay. Yeah. We're out of here. I guess it's time to pack up. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd say we did fairly well. We were not very rude. We didn't violate too many of those standards. Oh, we were very rude in some other. <laughs> yeah, we, we we managed to be rude somehow. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, so this is. Uh, we'll, I'll, I guess we can almost wrap up here. I gonna was just gonna mention my. I, I'm wrapping up that NAPOD Pomo 30 Day Challenge thing, the National Podcast Post Month on my outrage. Science Bites episode, so I did a, our podcast. I did a separate podcast just for that challenge. Not sure what I'll do with that 
podcast afterwards, but it's a it's been a daily podcast for every day. It's a podcast episode every day for the month of November, so 30 episodes, 30 days. And I've got a few days left to do. We're winding that down here. Uh, so you can check that out at Outrage Science Bites. You can look that up on your all your favorite podcast players. Um, and in these last few days, if you have anything you'd like me to talk about in these last few days, you can text me here on Wisdom or PM me, whatever you want to call it. Or um, you can also email me, outrageoverload at gmail.com. And I'm happy to talk about any subjects that fit that sort of short form. So this Outrage Science Bites podcast is like a little short form thing, although some of them have gone a little long. Most of them are five to ten minutes in that range. And a couple have gone a little long. I did one on sort of the COVID response, which goes like 20 minutes, but, um, you know, and kind of like what a summary of a book called The COVID War, Lessons from the COVID War, something like that, which I, I sort of talk about that book and some of the findings that they have. So that one went a little long, but most of them are like five or 10 minutes. So, um, yeah, if you have any questions or things you'd like me to respond to on that, uh, feel free to send me a message or and check out that that little podcast. There's so far 20 whatever date this is 26 or 26 episodes out there'll be four more right is that the right number yeah so then until the 30th there'll be an episode every single freaking day so that's been a crazy challenge to try to do an episode a day well so it's also been you kind of talking to yourself you've not um had um, right guests right my normal podcast is an interview podcast and this is a solo podcast so this is your solo so podcast far. so you've been able to um You've had to pick up all the uh, slack on your own. How right. does it feel to do a solo podcast? It's not my thing, really. Like I'd rather have talked to the guests, but it's fine for a short little snippet like that. I get to get some stuff off my chest, I guess. So, and maybe that's what I'll do with this podcast from now on. I really don't know. So I'm kind of going to see what people say I should do with this podcast now that the 30-day challenge is almost so over. So you have your... your I, I like how you always say it's your real podcast because, by the <laughs> way, these other podcasts are real too. But okay, so you always talk about that your real podcast or your main podcast is Outrage Overload, right? Which is a oh, if you haven't heard the beginning, which is a science-based project podcast where you explore with outrage in the media and in, and in society, and you talk to neuroscience and um, professors, journalists who've written papers, books, articles. Um, about the industry of outrage. Okay, so here we don't do anything that's, <laughs> that a scientist would be involved in that a reporter would deem appropriate. <laughs> or <laughs> any, so this is just our um, chatting thing. And then you did this podcast a day where you just took a little bit of science and just kind of basically introduced it because there wasn't enough time right. to really go into... For the two-minute... Five minute version of it or whatever, right, yeah. Right. So, what was your? Well, I sh we should ask. I'll wait. I'll wait and ask these questions when you're done with your thirty days because I have to say I'm very proud of you because um, I would have dropped out day two. <laughs> the hardest part was that middle section. Yeah. You know, now there's only a few days left. I'll somehow find something to fill out the rest. But the hardest part was that middle. After about ten days, that was you're the like, tough part. You're like, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What Plus, if... you had to do your regular podcast. Plus, I'm still doing my regular show. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I've got a big interview tomorrow. I'm interviewing surprise secret. Only you guys will know about this because it's not public yet. Ooh, don't tell anybody. I've got to, I'm re-interviewing my very first guest, and we're going to do like a little anniversary special for the end of the year. So my anniversary for my years. podcast is December 7th is the anniversary. That's when I launched. So it's been a year, or it will have been a year. 
So that year went fast, huh? It did. It did. All the years go fast. Think about how many years we've been together. And they're going faster, doesn't it? I mean, well, I mean, technically that's right because a year now is less of a relative number of our life. So each year is shorter and shorter for us. <laughs> so you're, you're all, yep, yeah, it's going. <laughs> no, it's going crazy fast. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's crazy fast. So we'll see how that goes. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate everybody jumping on. And I know I wasn't able to get to everybody in the queue. We, we kind of got caught up in our own little world there. So appreciate your um, patience with us there. We got a lot of folks on the queue or uh, um, on the on the uh, listening. So I really appreciate you jumping in. I hope you found it somewhat entertaining. Um, and we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. Okay. Wait. Oh. Oh, we gotta close out. Love you. Love you. See you in a week. <laughs> I know. Going into the holiday season, it's gonna be rough. I know these next weeks are gonna be brutal. It's it's already like I don't know. It's a it's a blur. I don't know what to do. I'm I need help. <laughs> I I got gotcha. you. I know for sure. Okay, everybody. Thanks so much. Take care. Good night.